and welcome to the Flavor and Light podcast, where I hope to bring a little bit of light and seasoning into your life, especially with the way this year keeps going. Uh, My name is Tam, and I'll be your host. So we've missed quite a few weeks, and that's just because I've not really known how to take things with the situation of our world. Um, Navigating through COVID and the quarantine and moving forward through that, um, personal things that's been happening, um, and just crazy stuff that's gone on in my own life, plus now the current movement with the Black Lives Matter. I'll tell you all, I'm a white woman in my 30s. I have no place to say that I understand the Black Lives Matter movement. I have no place to say who is wrong and who is right because I am not in the midst of it. I can say I recognize there is a problem. I recognize we have an issue with authority that takes advantage. And we have an issue with people who try not to take responsibility for their own wrongdoing. And I'm not saying that's every situation. There are very, there are a ton of situations where it hasn't been people trying to escape responsibility. But there's been some situations where it has. I, I want to know how to stand with our black brothers and sisters in humanity. I want to support them and pray through, pray them through and show solidarity with them. But at the same time, I want to back those that's wearing the badge, those that have protected me, that I have called when loved ones have been being hurt, that I have called when there has been threats, when there was danger, when I was worried about something and they have come. I know there are good people who wear the badge and I know there are good black people. And to be honest, I've never gotten to know anyone who was bad, who wore the badge or who was black. But I know there's people that face that and it's heartbreaking to me and I don't really know how to comment on it other than to say, I am praying for the situation and I am praying for wisdom. And I I really think that's all that I have a right to do unless God tells me to move separately. In this week's episode, because we are airing on Father's Day, I want to examine who God the Father is. This is something that I've struggled with because I have issues with my own father. Shocker, a girl in her 30s with daddy issues. Uh, I joke. But I, I want to take some time and examine who God the Father is. So, y'all, Father's Day is always very hard for me. It's a day of anniversaries of terrible events. Um where things have happened that I'd rather not have happened. Um, The least caustic among them being a fire. Um, So it's never been a fun day for me. 
but I try to take Father's Day and focus on God the Father because God is good and amazing and that is something that has always been true even whenever I couldn't understand it. So I want, want to take this day and focus on God. One, one of the things that God the Father is always doing is he's always keeping our needs at mind. Uh, Matthew chapter 6 verse 8 tells us that our Father knows what we need before we even ask him. That means we don't need to be worried about whether or not our needs are being met. In a time when I'm on furlough from my job and a lot of other people are in the same boat and we're worried about protests and riots that are going on and we are worried about the security from COVID and we are worried about everything else that we already have to worry about on top of it. God knows our needs before we even ask them. When I am so stressed out and confused that I don't have words to pray, that I don't know what to say, God the Father already knows. And just like I love my kids and I am not going to let them go without something they need, God's not going to let me go without needs. He's going to make sure there's food on my table and there's a roof over my head. And God's going to make sure that my mental needs are met as well. And that's going to only happen whenever I turn to him. And that that's just one thing that I like to cling to when I think about God and his love. And like I said, fatherly love is something that's always been very hard for me to grasp. Um, my father and I have never gotten along in my entire adult life and the times where it seemed like we were it was because we were lying to each other and that's not fair and it's not right and we'll get to a point where there is compassion and forgiveness but I can't look to him as an example of what God the Father's love is but um Psalms 103 verse 13 says, As a father shows compassion to his children, so the Lord shows compassion to those who fear him. And I've taken that and in my own heart have transferred it to how I show compassion for my own kids. I realize I'm not a father and I'll never be a father. But I try to mother my children in the model that God has given us and God is so compassionate in that he sent Jesus to die for us so we can have salvation when he could have just chosen to let us be all damned forever there could have been no cause for us to ever see heaven but God thought better of it and he showed compassion to those of us that the, the verse says fear us and it's fear him. And that's kind of a wrong image that we get when it says fear. It doesn't mean like cower and 
be frightened like you would if somebody were standing and holding a gun on you. But it's fear like the respectful kind of fear like a man I've always respected was my grandfather and my grandfather was not afraid of but at the same time I had that respect for him where I would not step out of line when it came to him and that was because I loved him and I respected him. And that's that's the type of fear it means. Not the I'm cowering around you, but the I respect you and I'm not going to step out of line around you. And I it just focus on that our God is a compassionate father who loves us and cares for us and wants our needs to be met. And uh I think that's something that's really good for us to cling to right now when our world seems like it's in despair is we should cling to God's compassion and his love for us and one thing we need to do is we need to just be praying we need to continue to pray for our president and our government leaders from our city mayors all the way out to the senators the the um, congressmen and women and the cabinet members all of those people we need to be praying for when we spend our time with God and on top of that we need to pray for our country to heal we need to pray for compassion and love among our citizens from our from our police officers and from the minorities we know, we know that there are broken things within the system where it seems like things are pointed out to more highlight the minorities. Um, and it's, it's not right and it's not fair. And we need to pray for healing in that. I think that that is the only way where our country will heal and see growth. So we pray for healing. We join together in God and we, we turn back to God again. I like to take some time each episode and highlight one or two stories that where we see good deeds being done throughout our nation, throughout the world. Um, you know, just something going right in the week. And I feel like that is something that we need more than ever right now. So, one piece of positive news is that New Zealand, New Zealand um, was finally able to declare itself virus-free. That means that there is hope for all of us. And maybe we should look to how New Zealand got to that point of being able to return to something that seems normal. Um, and other positive news, there was a study that shows that being kind can make you live longer. And it's research that was published in the American Journal of Preventative Me Medicine that found that people who are over 50 years old who volunteer for at least two hours a week have a 
uh, reduced risk of mortality. And there's less odds that they will become physically impaired and they will have a greater sense of well-being and it will help them out more mentally. So, um, what the study co-author Dr. Eric Kim from Harvard School of Public Health said was that regular altruistic activity reduces our risk of death. So what this means is that, y'all, we need to start volunteering more. Stop thinking about ourselves and our little bubble and reach out more to others. So just a little food for thought. And finally, with all the protests going on, during one protest that got out of hand in Oklahoma, there was a a nonprofit organization called Dress for Success that was set to on fire on a protest early um, a few Saturdays ago. And what that Dress for Success organization does is it helps at-risk women have appropriate attire for job interviews, thus allowing them to get employed more so. And um, this nonprofit lost all of its inventory of professional attire that it had, all the computers that they used, and their newest and a new location that they had. So, a few of the Oklahoma citizens, let's see, a few of the Oklahoma citizens in that area in Oklahoma City, began a GoFundMe page to, on the following Monday. And within a week, they raised more than $40,000 for this Just for Success organization of their goal being 50000 So there's, there's still good going on in the world. And With all this negativity, if anyone else like me has to take a little bit of a step back and remind themselves that God is in control and there's nothing they have to worry about, then these little notes of positivity are helpful. Hey y'all, that's all that we have for this week's episode. Um, I pray you're all safe and healthy. I pray for our country that we have continued growth going on, that we become better at loving each other, at not being judgmental when it comes to looking at people's outward appearances, um, really in all situations, that we would remember that how Jesus treated those that were looked down on by the Pharisees and that we would not be like the Pharisees, but we would be like Jesus. If you have any comments for me, suggestions. If you have prayer requests, please feel free to reach out to me. You can find us at Flavor and Light Podcast on both Facebook and Instagram. And I truly do want to know what you think. I truly do want to hear your concerns and be lifting up with you in prayer. The Bible tells us that we're two or more gather in the same manner that God is there also. And I believe that comes with prayer. Even if we're not in the same room, we can join together on the same subject. Um, Continue to pray for our leaders. We are in desperate need of God's touch in our country. And whether 
whether you are Democrat or Republican or one of the other parties, and whether you agree with our leaders or you don't agree with them, you need to be praying for them because our country will not get better if you don't pray for them. I love you all. I hope you have a blessed time until we meet again.